Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kai podcast. I am so darn grateful that you're here. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to those of you who have taken the time to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You have no idea how much this means to me, and it is such an incredible and free way to support the show. So I wanted to share one of those reviews now. It was written by Brooke Gelly. I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. She wrote, the best podcast and person. Kaya is a literal ray of sunshine, and you can hear that in this podcast. She is so talented and has tons of wisdom to share. Subscribe for an instant dose of feel-good chemicals. Oh, thank you so much, Brooke. That really, really means the world to me. And y'all, if you have been a listener here for a while and you have just a few minutes to share, it would mean the world to me if you hopped over to Apple Podcasts and left a five-star rating and a written review. These reviews are what help the show get discovered by more people, helps give social proof so those who might not know me know what to expect. So if you got a moment, please, please, please take a moment to leave me a rating and review. Thank you so much in advance. I'd love to start sharing more of these on the podcast. So if you leave me a review, maybe you'll get a shout out right here on one of the upcoming episodes. Okay, now let's get into the good stuff. Hi, my name is Kaya and I am a recovering people pleaser. I'm introducing myself like I'm at a People Pleasers Anonymous meeting. And honestly, if those groups don't exist, maybe they should. Maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I should start my very own People Pleasers Anonymous meeting because I know after just having conversations that I'm not the only one out there. And if you haven't heard my previous episodes where I've talked about people pleasing in the past, yes, it does sound like a positive thing at first, right? Like, what's the big deal with me just wanting everybody around me to be happy all the time? Well, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. But as a people pleaser, I know that I have a tendency in my life to keep my thoughts and my feelings to myself because I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to upset people. And I just don't generally want to be uncomfortable. I, in the past, and still working through this, sometimes I see my thoughts and my feelings as a me problem, and I just don't want to burden anybody else with them. Now, there are many problems with this, which we're going to dive into, but as a recovering people pleaser, one of my main goals and missions that I've been working on personally this year is what I like to say is being brave with my words. One of my goals is to be braver with my words. So let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. I recently was re-listening to the song Brave by Sarah Bareilles. And if you haven't heard it before, open up your Spotify, open up YouTube, wherever you listen to music. And I want you to turn on this song Brave by Sarah Bareilles. Now, I'm going to do you a favor, and I'm not going to sing the words today, but I do want to call out a few of the lyrics. Now, I, I've heard this song a while ago. I, I, it's, not, it's not a new song by any means, but I feel like you, you ever have those moments when you, I think this song came out in 2013, 
But do you ever have those moments when you re-listen to a song and it just hits you differently because of where you're at in your life? Or maybe you finally actually pay attention to the lyrics and you're like, oh, I never realized that this song was about that. So 10 years later, here I am re-listening to the song and it really, really hit me. So in the song, she says, nothing's going to hurt you the way that words do when they settle neath your skin. Kept on the inside and no sunlight, sometimes a shadow wins. But I wonder what would happen if you say what you want to say and let the words fall out. Honestly, I want to see you be brave with what you want to say and let the words fall out. Honestly, I want to see you be brave. Now she goes on in the song and another lyric that really, really stood out to me was, but don't run. Stop holding your tongue. Maybe there's a way out of the cage where you live. Maybe one of these days you can let the light in. Show me how big your brave is. And in the bridge, she says, innocence, your history of silence won't do you any good. Did you think it would? Let your words be anything but empty. Why don't you tell them the truth? Man, y'all, it hit me in a big way. And, and with this new personal goal of mine of being brave with my words, I felt like this was my anthem. Not only my anthem, but my, my power ballad. This is the song that I can turn on in the moments when I feel myself wanting to hide away my thoughts and feelings, when I feel myself wanting to be silent with my words, when I feel myself pulling back as I have a tendency to do. Now, listen, some of you all that are tuning in might be thinking to yourself, well, what is the big deal? Maybe you're someone who has absolutely no problem being brave with your words. In fact, maybe your goal this year is actually to be less brave with your words, to stew on things for a little bit longer before you open up your mouth. I know that we all are different in our communication styles, in our boldness when it becomes when it comes to expressing ourselves. My husband, for example, he doesn't have any problem being brave with his words. We always joke that he does not suffer in silence. He will tell you exactly what he thinks and he will tell you exactly how he feels. And I admire that so much in him because I struggle. I really, really struggle. And just to be totally transparent, I even struggle with him, my husband, my partner, the one person in the world that I should feel the bravest and safest with when it comes to communicating what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. And this is to no fault of his own. I know that so much of the thing that holds me back isn't him. It isn't the people in my life that are holding me back from being brave with my words. It's the fact that I am a long time recovering people pleaser. Now I'm going to share with you why people pleasing can be harmful to you and to other people. And I also share more about this in a past episode, so you can go back and tune into that as well. I heard someone share with me once that being a people pleaser made you a liar and a manipulator. And oh, y'all, that hit me like, excuse me, how dare you? I always wore this people pleaser mentality and approach to life with a badge of honor. Like, what's the big deal? I just want other people to be happy. I want other people to like me. What's wrong with that, right? And the truth is that I have embraced and celebrated my people pleaser mentality for all of my life because I was conditioned to be that way, because I was celebrated for being someone that everyone got along with. So if you are someone who is a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser, I want you to first and foremost be gentle with yourself and recognize where these people pleasing tendencies are coming from, how you were conditioned and celebrated for them, and also how these people pleaser tendencies have served you in the past. Being a people pleaser, yes, has helped me build relationships, okay? 
But when I said that being a people pleaser makes you a liar and manipulator, this is where it's actually this secretly harmful thing in relationships. When we people please, when we do things that we don't actually want to do just to make other people comfortable, we are being dishonest about our intentions. We're actually manipulating the other person in that relationship because we are responding in a way where we want to manipulate their perception of us instead of being honest with how we're feeling, honest about what we're thinking, and honest about what we want, and really building a foundation from that place of honesty. Instead, we are trying to manipulate their perception of us by doing what we think and what we assume they want or expect. We're building these relationships on the foundation of a lie. Does this make sense? Are you are you following me here? But again, be gentle with yourself. My people pleaser mentality has been celebrated ever since I was a little girl, right? Good girl. You're so nice and you're so kind and everybody loves being around you and that's great and wonderful. The problem is here I am 30 years old having a hard time being brave and honest with my words. And this all started at a very, very young age. I am trying to undo this people pleaser mentality that I've been conditioned to have. Now, what do I mean by being brave with my words? I think that you, you'll you hear a lot of people say that the number one key to healthy, strong relationships of all kinds is communication, right? Communication is key. This isn't news to anyone, right? This isn't rocket science. Of course, communication is key. And what I've come to really understand the older I get is just how terrible I'm actually at at communicating. I have a tendency to keep things bottled up inside of me. If I'm upset at a situation, if I'm upset at someone, I internalize that and hide it away within me and try to sort it out because I don't want to have to approach the conversation with someone. I don't want to have to say something that might make them upset or might make them uncomfortable. The truth is, is that I will sacrifice my own comfort, my own needs, and my own well-being because I don't value them as much as other people's comfort and happiness. I'm really denying my own emotions. And I've been denying my own emotions and my feelings and my thoughts for a very, very long time. And it is a hard thing to learn how to undo. It is a hard thing to learn how to overcome that resistance that I feel when I feel upset and someone asks me what's wrong. They can open up the door for communication and I feel this really visceral, physical feeling inside of my body that is resisting and just urging me to say, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine, even when things are not fine. It is a, a main priority for me to work on my relationships in my life. Not only my relationships with my friends and my families but also my partner, my marriage. And, you know, I've never been married before. I've had one husband. We're two years into this. And I know I have so much to learn and we have so much that we're going to do to grow together. And I know a big piece of that growth in, in my marriage and in my partnership and my friendships and my family is the ability to communicate, to communicate clearly. And this is my mission. You see, I always had this perspective that holding the difficult stuff, the uncomfortable emotions and thoughts inside of me. I always thought that that was being kind to other people, right? I don't want to make them uncomfortable. But what I've come to understand is that when I am not communicating my honest thoughts, feelings, and needs, it is not kind to myself, number one. I am denying myself that, but it is also not kind to the people that I love. You know what the people that really love and care about you want? They want you to be honest with them, or at least they should 
want you to be honest with them. I would venture to guess that the people you want to build relationships with also want to strengthen their relationship with you. And you cannot do that unless you are willing to be brave and honest with your words. If you haven't noticed by now, I love to talk. And more than anything, I really love to inspire and empower a crowd, whether that's a crowd of one listening to the podcast or a crowd of hundreds, heck, even thousands. I love being able to empower a room. Now, if you are looking for an energetic and passionate keynote speaker or a professional hype girl MC who may or may not get the crowd dancing and up on their feet, well, friend, look no further. You're listening to me, Coach Kaya, your next keynote speaker, MC, workshop host, panelist, or heck, even podcast guest. I'd love to hear more about your company or organization's goals and how I can partner with you to help achieve them. Visit coachkaya.com forward slash speaking to fill out a form so we can chat more about how I can join you and help your event be a success. I'm here to bring the energy and the inspiration. Again, if you're interested, visit coachkaya.com forward slash speaking. I cannot wait to connect with you. I have shared before on a past episode, it was called The Moldy Shame Monster, about how we like to hide difficult emotions like fear and shame in the back of a closet, like in the back of a dark closet, right? We don't want other people to see our fear and see our shame, and so we tuck it away in the back of this closet, right? This, This mental closet. And what happens is, is that those difficult emotions are like this mold that's growing. And when we keep that mold and these difficult emotions and feelings and thoughts in the back of this closet, all it's going to do is fester and grow and get bigger and bigger and eventually overtake the closet and eventually overtake the whole home, eventually overtake all of you. The only way to take the power back from those difficult emotions, that fear, that shame, that discomfort is to open up the door of the closet, to let in the air, to let in the light, just like Sarah Bareilles shares in the lyrics of her story. Maybe there's a way out of the cage where you live. Maybe one day, One of these days, you can let the light in. Show me how big your brave is. And maybe for some people, it seems silly to think that saying what you think is a brave act. But I know for those of us like me, for those of us that have struggled with this people pleaser mentality, saying what you feel takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of bravery. And also what I'm discovering is that it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice. And I think the first thing to being brave with your words with the people that you love is being brave with your words. Sometimes it starts by being brave with yourself. Have you ever had a thought pop up in your head and you immediately shove it down? You immediately hide it away. Maybe the thought is a question. Maybe you find yourself questioning something and it scares you. That question scares you. That thought scares you. It creates that fear, right? So what do we do? We shove it away. We keep it hidden. We shove it way, way, way back deep into that shame closet. And what I found out is the more I hide things away, the deeper I shove them down, that is not what dissipates them. They don't go away. The mold isn't going to go away. It's just going to get bigger. What would it feel like to release it? What would it feel like to open up the doors on that closet to let the light in? Being brave with your words sometimes starts by being brave with yourself. And I want you to ask yourself, where do I allow myself the space to be brave with my words? Where do I allow myself the space and time to be honest with myself first? 
The way I feel is that those thoughts and feelings that I have shame about, the more that I keep them hidden, the more that I internalize them, the scarier they feel. Just like that little bit of mold turning into this moldy shame monster. They feel so scary and so big and they follow me around. I carry them with me day in and day out. They don't go away because I never talk about them. They get bigger, they get scarier, they get harder to manage. But what would it feel like to release it in some way? What if being brave with your words started by you allowing yourself to let it out on the pages of a journal? I've heard people in the past say, I'm afraid of journaling because I'm afraid when I put the words down on paper, suddenly it becomes real. Once they get the words written down in a physical space, they feel like that is what's going to bring the monster to life. And that, that is a lie. That is a total lie. What I have found is that once I let the words out, whether it is onto a page of a paper, whether it is voicing it out loud to myself in the car, whether it is sharing them with a counselor, a coach, a therapist, or confiding with them in a friend, the moment I let those words, those thoughts, those feelings outside of my head and my heart, they immediately feel lighter. We don't give those thoughts and feelings power by keeping them tucked away deep inside of us. The way that we take our power back is by voicing them out loud, by letting the light in, by being brave with our words. Now, again, this is something I'm working on. Is it so I'm, a work, I'm a work in progress when it comes to being brave with my words. And I think for me, one of the most important steps is I want, I want you to think about one of the relationships in your life that is the most important to you, okay? I want you to think about that relationship. And I want you to ask yourself if there are any words that have been left unspoken, any feelings or thoughts that have been left unspoken in that relationship. For me, a really big step with being brave with my words was telling that person, hey, I have a hard time saying the things I'm thinking and feeling. That was the first step. It wasn't even saying the thoughts and feelings. It was just vocalizing to them, hey, this relationship is important to me. And I just want to let you know that I have a really hard time voicing my thoughts and feelings in the moment. I have a hard time being very open when I'm feeling things. It takes me time to process, but I really need for you to ask me what I'm thinking and feeling. And I need you to ask me again. And I need you to tell me, Kaya, no bullshit. How are you really thinking and feeling? Because what I've discovered, it is so easy for me to just pass it off, to blow it off. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But on the fifth time they ask me, it becomes easier to say, I'm not fine. This is where I'm at. And in my experience thus far, the people who love me most, the relationships that matter to me most, they have welcomed that conversation. They have welcomed that honesty with nothing but love and kindness. And what I realized was when I am brave with my words, after that comes out, it's like it feels like I'm exhaling after holding my breath in for a really long time. A weight is immediately off my shoulder the pressure immediately dissipates from inside of my chest. And what I realized was it's not as scary as I thought it would be. And it felt so much better once I said it out loud. The unspoken things that we keep inside of us, those are the things that become problems when we don't talk about it, when we don't let the light in, when we don't air out how we're actually feeling. When was the last time that you were brave with your words? 
Now, I know for me and just the way that I process, I know that sometimes when it comes to hard conversations, I do need time. I do need time to process and think to myself. But I know that it is important for me not to let so much time pass that I continue to keep it hidden and locked under a bed or closet. I was I was t- talking to my best friend, Jessica, the other day. I said, I've been in a fight with someone for months and they have no idea that we're in a fight because I never actually voiced how I was feeling. That only hurts me. But ultimately, it doesn't just hurt me that I'm holding in those thoughts and feelings that I never voiced, but it's also hurting the relationship. I am not saving them from these difficult emotions. I am actually continuing to poison that relationship by not vocalizing how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, and what I need in order for us to cultivate stronger relationships with the people that matter most. We must, we must learn to be brave with our words. So listener, if you resonate with this at all, the first thing I want to just remind you is that you're not alone. That if you are part of the Recovering People Pleasers Club, hello, hi, welcome. I'm Kaya and I am a recovering people pleaser too. You're not alone in this. And I also just want to encourage you to join me in this mission to be braver with our words. And again, sometimes that bravery starts by being brave and honest with yourself first. How can you let some air in? How can you let in the light? Because what I think that you'll discover as I've discovered myself is that the more open and honest we are with the people who love us, the stronger those relationships will grow. And that conversation will be met with openness. And it might be uncomfortable at first. And I don't want you to be discouraged if that conversation isn't welcomed with openness and happiness. Because the truth is, is that if we've been people pleasing in relationships for years, decades even, the people we're in relationship with are used to a certain interaction and it might catch them off guard when you start being brave with your words. But I promise you that on the other side of those conversations, your relationships are going to go even stronger than you could have ever imagined. But it's got to start by you being willing to speak up for yourself. And it's hard, but you, my friend are stronger than you know. So I want you to discover that 10 seconds of courage inside of you. And I want you to be brave with your words. Friend, if you have been enjoying this show, I would love for you to write a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps others decide if this is the podcast they want to listen to. And if you know someone who is a struggling people pleaser, I want you to share this episode with them. You can post it on social media, tag me in your stories. I always love seeing the conversations and what what's really resonating with people. And the other thing that I'll say is maybe if you struggle being brave with your words, maybe you even share this podcast episode with the person that you want to be braver with your words with. Because I think a beautiful place to start is by saying, hey, sometimes I have a hard time communicating what I'm thinking and feeling, but our relationship matters to me and I'm working on being braver with my words. Here's a podcast episode that talks a little bit more about how I'm feeling too. So I hope this helps you, my dear sweet friends. And for those of you who have no trouble being brave with your words, I want you to recognize that there might be people in your life who do struggle. So ask them how they're feeling. Ask them how they're feeling really. When they say they're fine, sit in the silence with them and encourage them to be brave with their words. Because I think on the other side of that bravery and that courageousness that I know is inside of all of us, even deeper, more meaningful and beautiful relationships that can grow and blossom. I love y'all so dang much. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. I'll see you right back here. Same time, same place next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.